Hey everyone, welcome back to this week in marketing show, also known as the Twim Show. I'm your host Ajit Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of September 6, 2021. Today, first of all, we are going to start with LinkedIn. So LinkedIn pages now have this new feature called competitor analytics. I have checked it out and you know we have seen this in our own market and grow page as well. So what this does is like you know we the page admins will now be able to compare our page against our competitors so we can actually specify to LinkedIn uh, who we think our competitors are and then that we will start to see uh, some comparisons like total number of followers uh, we have on our page compared to theirs number of new followers that have followed our competitor recently uh, the engagement level uh, on the two compared pages and the total posts that are present on the page you know it's a nice little nifty tool if you ask me uh, will this be a game changer? Hell no. But you know, it's going to be a good way to see you know, how my competitor is doing from one single dashboard. Okay, with that, let's move on to the next update, which is uh, from t- Twitter. Twitter finally announced this thing called communities, which is basically a way for you to build your own tribe. Now, Twitter communities uh, is similar to what Facebook groups are. Uh, and, you know, at a, at its core, you know, there is only one uh, group or one community you can create, which is uh, it's an open community. It's visible to anyone uh, to read and see what is being discussed. But at the same time, people cannot comment on it unless you've been invited to join that community. So as an outsider looking in, it's like, you know, imagine me sitting outside uh, your glass window and I can see what activities you're doing, what you're talking about, but I would not be able to voice anything unless I'm in that community. So I think this is a good way, a good start for Twitter. I mean, as they roll it out, because, you know, again, this is currently by invitation only, but, you know, and limited to approved accounts. But I think this first iteration is going to be somewhat limited. But as we move along, we are going to see more and more of this evolving. And, you know, it has potential to actually be better than, uh, you know, Facebook groups or an alternative to Facebook groups, just because, you know, there are people who are on Twitter, don't go to Facebook. People who are on Facebook are not really so much into Twitter. Okay, with that... The next update for this week is from Microsoft. Microsoft has introduced this thing called Start, uh, which is again big, the Bing, which is Microsoft Search Engine's version of Google Discover, right? So to check it out, you have to go to MicrosoftStart.com. Uh, it works on Chrome or Edge browser. And now, if you're not sure what Google Discover is, basically Google's Discover is, uh, aka uh, Microsoft Start, is a personalized newsfeed uh, collection of informational content provide. Uh, provider news from premium publishers, timely updates to your interest, things like that. So Google has built this because, you know, obviously they were losing out uh, things to Facebook. So they, I think this is why they came out with uh, Google Discover. It's quite a bit of a feature in for Android phone. And again, a lot of people use this Android so Microsoft is now in, obviously, they have their inroads with Windows 10, Windows 11, Microsoft Edge browser. So they're kind of, you know, rolling it out and getting in there. What this gives Microsoft an edge with is that, you know, they are going to be able to put ads in Microsoft Start, like just how Google has ads on Google Discover. Okay. 
that's all for this Microsoft Start. Keep an eye out if you are advertising on Bing or Microsoft Ads, if you are Microsoft Search or if you are into Microsoft Ads, this is something going to be you for you to keep an eye out because you know this will actually open up new inventory, new ways to get your product or services out there. Next up, while we are on the topic of Microsoft Ads, uh, we shall talk about Microsoft Ads has announced optimization score. Now, what is optimization score? It's something we have seen in Google Ads as well. Yes, you know, I've covered this again and again many times on this podcast that, you know, these days the platforms are copying from each other blatantly because, you know, again, you know, hey, if I see you doing this and it's working, then maybe I should do that as well. So anyway, optimization score is basically it's account specific based on what campaigns you are running based on what's going on it's just a way for uh, an advert it's a way for microsoft to help advertisers uh, improve their you know account status and potentially show them things that they haven't seen all right um, now it's a double edged sword if you ask me based on my experience with google ads is only because you know oftentimes it will show you things uh, that you don't need to do like again to an unsuspecting or a untrained or an someone who is uh, just doing Microsoft ads by themselves or even for this matter, if you, if I was just doing Google ads and if I didn't know anything and if I followed all the Google's recommendations, then obviously my optimization, optimization scores at times could hit 100, but at the same time, it would actually have a negative impact. So take it with a grain of salt. It's good to see, you know, there could be areas that you have overlooked or missed. So this is a good way for you to see, hey, where do I stand in terms of optimization? And actually, that's how I use my Google Ads optimization score as well. Did I miss something? Because sometimes, you know, we do forget things. But uh, if that's not the case, uh, then you can, I totally ignore. So that's the same thing that happens with Microsoft ad optimization. So check it out. Uh, see if it helps you or not. With that, let's move on to the next update, which is from Google search ads or Google ads. So Google ads uh, is something doing something of a, is doing something of a U-turn. Back in September 2020, they announced, you know, uh, they're going to, you know, limit what we see in the search term report, which is basically the report that shows us, you know, for what terms, what was the searcher searching and for which our ad was shown and ad was clicked on. Right. So essentially, I could put up again to break it down. What I will do is like, you know, to break it down, what Google in Google ads before September 2020, what I had the opportunity was if I was running an ad, I could go to the report and say, what did people search for? And what was my ad shown for? Right. Did did someone search for black, you know, let's just say black uh, T-shirt and was my ad shown or not? I could see that and I could say, well, you know what? People are searching for a red T-shirt. I don't have red T-shirt. My ads are showing up. Let me make some adjustments. So, And then came September 2020, Google came out and they said, you know what, we're going to limit it and we're going to only show, due to privacy reason, reasons, we're going to only show search terms that have significant volume, right? They're going to say, oh, we are not going to show you each and each, each and individual ones where people have clicked on your ad because we think there is a privacy issue. So what we're going to do is we're going to aggregate and if we see like a certain threshold was being met where 10 people were looking for red t-shirts and your ad was shown and ad was clicked on and you, you we would show you that. And then obviously we advertisers were pretty upset about that. Right, because search terms report was the way for us to uh, figure out what's going on with our ads, how much do we t- customize, what do we tailor, and things like that. So fast forward today, uh, our September 9, 2021, Google saying, you know what, what we are going to do is we are going to also show you search term reports for ads uh, for which 
so, so sorry, not ads. So we are going to show you uh, terms, searches, what searches search for, and your ad was shown, not necessarily clicked on. So basically, what we're going to we're going to be able to see is like someone was searching again. Going back to the example, what I was sharing is if someone was searching for red T-shirt and my ad was shown. They would show me that, but if if my ad was clicked on, they would certainly do not show it, will not show it if it doesn't meet their Google's privacy threshold. So if you ask me, it's still, it's a great, uh, it's a good thing in the right direction. It's a good step in the right direction because we totally understand that you know, Google is trying to protect people on the web. They're trying to uh, honor privacy. They don't want to really people to freak out that, you know, hey, shit, I was searching for red t-shirt and Google somehow knows this. Now I'm getting t-shirts for whatever the reason is. I like it. I welcome this change because this will be a very helpful thing. So with that, I think I've, I've t- spoken a lot about it. I've discussed this a lot. If you still have any questions, you're listening to this podcast, definitely uh, reach out to us through any of our social channels. And you know what? We can geek out more on this, but I think this is a good, I find this to be a good uh, update from Google. Okay. Next up, uh, it's from our friends at Facebook or not so friends at Facebook. Uh, what it is, is Facebook has announced their first generation of smart glasses. Uh, it's in with partnership with Ray-Ban. And, you know, here's my take on it, right? Number one is it's a smart glass. You know, it looks like just like any other Ray-Ban. Now, it's copying, Facebook is copying uh, Snapchat spectacles. Spectacles have been out around four or five years. Again, Snapchat is into AR, augmented reality. Facebook is saying this is not augmented reality. This is just a way for you to be able to record and share things directly into your uh, stories, uh, whether it's in Facebook or Instagram. And, you know, you can capture up to 30 seconds of video. Functionality aside, I will tell you what I feel about it. Number one, it's a sunglass, right? So it's a sunglass that basically means you can use it outdoors and you can use it on a sunny day. Now, if you aren't, if you are not a celebrity, chances are you are not going to wear a sunglass to an evening party and like you know, look like a clown, is what I would say, right? You're not going to be in a dark room. And again, I do not know how good the picture quality is going to be if you're in a dark room. Uh, it does have a five megapixel camera, but again, I kind of questioning you know how good the pictures are going to be in a dark room backlight again it's version one i'm sure they're going to iterate on it or they're going to go into the augmented reality world in version two where you they can you can see overlays battery life is questionable because facebook says you can have up to 30 seconds uh, and a single charge you can last up to five hours although it doesn't say how much you can use it battery is a questionable thing again in a sunglass in a battery is not there yet so those are my concerns. Uh, third is privacy, right? Uh, we, if you remember Google Glass, people, there was a big backlash on around Google uh, Google Glasses, and eventually Google had to scrap it because there were places where there was this Google Glasses not welcome. Uh, so privacy is a concern. The but one thing I will tell you what this is going to be good is like if you're wearing it, if you're outdoor, say you are doing uh, taking part in action sports or something like that, you can obviously try. Uh, capture things. If you're driving, you can capture things without taking out your phone. After all, who carries cell phones these days, right? Again, you know, who carries a mobile phone? No one has mobile phones. So Facebook thought, you know, we should have to be uh, putting this camera and something into uh, sunglasses and everyone's going to jump into it for $300. By the way, I was being sarcastic if you didn't get it. Um, we all have cell phones. We have mobile phones. But yeah, I mean, if you're driving, you cannot take out a cell phone, whip out a cell phone and take photos, maybe a smart glass. If you're wearing it, you can tap on it 
and you can take a picture, but then again, it comes down to the whole fact that, you know, you can only use it on a, you know, bright, sunny day. You cannot wear a sunglass at night and driving around. So kind of negates the perp, uh, perp, negates the whole thing. But, you know, it, there is some use. We'll see how it all works out. Okay. With that, uh, next up is verification guidelines from Facebook and Instagram. So basically, Facebook came out this week and they says, you know what, if you want to verify your account, here are the guidelines. And I'm going to put the link to the form uh, in our show notes page. So if you're interested, uh, you can go ahead and check it out. But basically, 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 Facebook is saying, look, verifications are not an endorsement from the platform. That goes without being said. And if you thought... Uh, this was an endorsement from the platform, then you are wrong. But it's they're saying it's a signal of notability and authenticity, right? Uh, and it's also saying, you know, that getting verified, whether it's a business or personal profile, has no weight on the system's prefer- preferences and will not be favored, which basically means you're not going to get any higher uh, views or shares in the algorithm. You're just like any other people and you'll have to go through certain steps, like five or six different steps where you have to specify. You have authenticity confirmation, which basically you have to upload your ID, passport, whatever, notability confirmations. They have to make sure that you know you are in the news. Uh, you are someone, someone of celebrity status and they're going to look at other stuff and they're going to decide whether they will uh, give you a blue check mark or not. Now, I'm not big into the Facebook whole thing, but if you are, by all means, check it out. Because uh, if you're a celebrity, you definitely don't want anyone else uh, posing as you. For me, I'm not a celebrity yet. I'm not really focused on that. Maybe one day I will get it. One day I won't get it. Who cares? Um, but if this is for you, this is a good thing. Because Facebook, for the first time, has come out and clarified what they are looking for when it comes to uh, putting that blue check mark uh, next to your name or profile then. Okay. With that, the last one of this week is Instagram finally settles the debate regarding ideal hashtag placement. Now, I will tell you this. This is a discussion I had with my team like two weeks ago. And for a change, uh, Instagram, aka uh, their CEO, Adam, has come out and done something really great where they went out online. This went where he went online this week and he says, look, hashtags do not because the question i had that i've seen some people put hashtags in the comments some people put hashtags in their captions and i was asking my team where should we put hashtags and my team says you know what we should put hashtags in the caption not in the comment and turns out my team was right what tell me about it right so basically what i'm saying is if you see someone telling you hey he should put hashtags in the comment well it doesn't help you with the search put it in the uh put it in the caption rather than putting it in the first comment and you will get a scene okay end of debate coming straight from the horse's mouth i'm not gonna listen to anyone else no more of these gurus telling me what to do because i know what ceo if adam masuri from instagram is not going to come and say something incorrect is what i will tell you or at least that's my belief Okay. Alrighty, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to this article, some of the articles, as well as the link to how to get your profile verified through Facebook, aka Instagram. Once again, this is your host, Aziz Islam, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.